Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the Third Party Podcast. I'm your host, Shay, joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how's it going today? It's going quite well. Happy to be here. Glad you're back. It's been a while. It's been a while. I am no longer recording in the 90 degree closet in California. Hopefully this podcast sounds a little bit better and nobody even noticed that we weren't in the same room. Yeah, I'd say it was a big success. This is your weekly Apex Legends podcast, and we have a good one for you guys today. We're going through some reviews, news, talking about the Season 6 Legend, talking about some more Legend concepts in general that you guys submitted to us, a Drop Together segment, and of course, wrapping it up with our great listeners' questions. Make sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Third Party Pod. And if you want to support us, please consider joining us on Patreon and getting access to two extra podcasts every month amongst tons of other benefits the link will be in the description below let's dive right into it though and get into the reviews start us off henry all right coming from Cade, a five-star review awesome i think you guys do a great job and i am a patron and would like to say that it is so worth it and i love your stuff keep up the good work i already feel like a better player playing apex Sweet. Yeah, Kate, I'm glad you're enjoying the Patreon. It's It's been really cool to give you guys just honestly the extra being able to talk to you guys in Discord was, is really fun. Really, really fun. Agreed. Next review is coming from Chuck Nashley. Five stars. Great podcast. I really love the podcast and it's very informative. Listening to these two makes me think of the SNL Sweaty Balls Christmas skit. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check it out and you will die laughing. Keep up the great work. If anyone is looking for a third, hit me up on PS4. Bumpy Knuckles underscore 82. Uh, yeah, that, that skit's pretty funny. We had to give that a I just a watch. watched it. Yeah, I just watched it right before we started. It's hilarious, man. Definitely give it a watch, guys, for sure. Next one's going from Not Ibala. Five stars. Amazing podcast. I've never been into podcasts, but recently my friend told me that he had been staying up late listening to podcasts to improve his gameplay. He recommended this podcast and I found myself hooked. The podcasts are entertaining, info-packed, and very useful on how to learn meta, counter it, and improve your game. Also, my gamer tag is Not Ibala on Xbox. Hey, we try. I mean... We try to learn that meta so we can share, but <laughs> glad you guys are spreading the word about the podcast yeah. and finding it and enjoying it. It's great to hear. That's beautiful. Last review, last one down and a boom, boom, <laughs> five stars. Most informative podcast out there. I am a week one apex player and I've only recently started listening to podcasts while I exercise. I listened to a handful of Apex ones, found yours, and I must say, you are head and shoulders above the others. Look forward to each Wednesday's release. Great job, and remember, big things are coming for us. Big Jimmy fan, I think, right there. Uh, maybe something like that. I'm a fan. That's, that was that's, a cool that's, one. That's a good one for sure. Yeah, working out, that's my number one time to listen to podcasts is either on a run or, uh, you know, late at night for sure. Let's get it. Patreon, thank you. Our new jump master has joined us, Max. Big deal. Thank you so much. Uh, it means the ton. Uh, if you guys, as I said earlier, want to join us on Patreon, check out the link in the description below. With that, though, let's dive into the news. Henry's going to start us off with a little uh, spoiler. So 
if you guys don't really want to hear about today's quest and a little bit of uh, information around it, but we really wanted to share it, uh, skip ahead about two minutes into the podcast. Sweet. I'm on a time limit. All right. Today's quest reward piece of the artifact had the name Ash on the face panel. Uh, Ash is from the Titanfall 2 universe and worked with Blisk as an Apex Predator before the games as a mercenary. Um, Blisk is the founder and commissioner of the Apex games um, and is really the brains behind the syndicate. So lots of lore uh, surrounding this. Um, There's also been a leaked Ash charm in the game files. And Ash is also a simulacrum, like Revenant. So Ash could be a really great bridge between Revenant and taking down the Syndicate with Blisk, uh, like many of the legends have alluded to in the past. Um, you know, all this being said, we really hope that there's a, a lore episode coming from us very soon. We're trying to put that together. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was kind of a big, big reveal for the for the quest this week. We love seeing anything related to Titanfall, and so... You know, we just had to talk about that one for sure. But yeah, we'll dive deeper into that in the near future. Next piece of news, we just kind of want to mention it because it seems like it's going to be pretty fun, but Ubisoft is finally entering the Battle Royale genre with the game Hyperscape. Uh, full schedule released for July 12th, and you'll see some uh, streamers putting up some video of the game on the 2nd of July. It's going to have some cool stuff, Twitch chat integration. Uh, and then, you know, they're looking like they're going heavy lore. The company website, Prisma Dimensions, uh, is looking really cool. And if you read about that, it's uh, very similar to, you know, the Apex and just like from a lore perspective, but then also matching up a little bit with the Apex and Valorant gra- graphics, going for that more futuristic viewpoint. Um, you know, Henry and I are gamers at heart. Like Apex is our absolute favorite game, uh, but we can't, uh, we can't shy away from talking about more battle royales at all. Yeah, I think this is big news. I think it's exciting. I'm excited to see what it's like, play it a little bit, but don't worry, folks. We're still going to be here. Apex all day. Apex all day, boys. Uh, Warzone, going up to 200 players also. And that same, like, big changes to the BR universe right Massive now. Massive news, to be honest. And I mean, it, 200's nuts. They're already the can biggest. You, can you imagine Apex having 200 players in the lobby? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I would that's never win a game know, ever. More than three times the amount of people. It would be crazy. Okay, we got a lot of cool stuff go coming from our guy at Schrutgol on Twitter. Data miner out there. Check it out in the description below. Um, but a lot of cool little things were leaked. Uh, a lot of data is added to the game when new patches are introduced. And so the first little piece of news is that uh, guilds, teams, clubs, uh, something along those lines are in development right now. Very cool. Being able to, you know, uh, it's a very popular thing in the mobile gaming industry, kind of having that team or club. And it would be cool to kind of see more uh, gamers be connected that way through Apex specifically. Yeah, very cool. I think this is big. You know, it plays into a little bit more of the competitive and definitely leaning towards that crossplay. And we know that mobile will be coming later this year. Um, at least it's in the works for that, not mm-hmm. anything official. Um, but yeah, this is all very exciting. Next thing that was pretty cool is that apparently uh, Revenant was play tested to disable healing items as a buff. Can you imagine, man? That hurt. That would be crazy. That would hurt if you could cancel Phoenix, something like that. Oh my goodness. That would, it just like not being able to heal for, you know, 10 seconds would be insane. Yeah. Next thing is a new mechanic was added to the Shadowfall mode, quote unquote, activating a distress beacon. And additionally, there were sound effects added uh, to rework the sound win for, or sound for a solo win 
a squad win, or a loss. Maybe potentially seeing the return of the Shadowfall mode in the near future. That's one of the coolest game modes in my opinion, so that'd be awesome. It's definitely an intense one. Uh, it's scary. It, it was a while since you know we've played it, but uh, definitely very fun. And still we're kind of waiting for uh, a little bit more variety to the map rotation. And yeah. putting in more of these... Uh, Limited time modes LTMs. and stuff. Yeah, I, I'm all for it. I think that it's doable. Uh, we're just kind of on the edge of our seat. Yeah, for sure. The Shadowfall is just an awesome mode, though. Just being able to run around in that form is crazy. Uh, next kind of thing is there was a patch released by Apex to fix some bugs. A couple notable fixes were that they fixed the Marble Goddess hitbox at last. If you uh, didn't know what that was, essentially... Uh, when you had the Marble Goddess from the collection event attached to your Wraith, uh, you couldn't take headshot damage. And beyond that, though, her body shots were really broken. And essentially, uh, one of the developers said that uh, they had like the Gibraltar uh, hitbox on Wraith somehow, minus the head. It is very weird, but it is fixed now, but it was funny for sure. Yep, good. Should be all good to go. I know that was uh, a big complaint, at least on social. Yeah. Octane will no longer be able to heal while stimming. I know some people thought this was actually just part of the buffs in general, so it's interesting to see that uh, that was not the case and rather a bug instead. Yeah, I experienced it. I thought it was a feature. I thought it it was was a a feature too. Yeah, it was really, really good. Maybe they'll add it back in. And last but not least, they fixed revives being interrupted by taking damage. That was kind of a big thing for me. It tripped me up a couple times. Wasn't sure why my revives are being canceled and it was a little bit of a bug i heard it was like especially a a problem with revenant's character as well with the death protection so that's good thing they fixed it because that's what respawn does they put out fires okay next and last last but not least we got cross play speculation so some thoughts coming here from henry for you guys yeah so you know Last episode, we've been talking about crossplay coming in the near future. Um, this fall, it's scheduled to be released at some point. Um, but I think we just wanted to say that aside from, you know, having increased player pools that could potentially make matchmaking faster. So much better. That's a great positive to take out of this. Um, it could also really reshape how ranked is played uh, just because it would kind of fill in the gap between diamond and predator a little bit Mm -hmm. Um, not just for queue times but also just for hopefully more skill-based matchmaking in oh yeah well and just in publics there being less gaps in that skill-based matchmaking and you're not feeling like uh, you're going up against people that are significantly uh, better than you yeah it'll be still interesting to see you know how uh, mouse and keyboard and switch and all this stuff is eventually going to be filtered into it'll here. be interesting if they do like kind of the cod thing where you can turn it on or off or if they just you know throw everybody together and say everybody's got the advantages and disadvantages yeah they said i think i've read that it has been said that you can toggle it on and off beautiful uh but it'll just like that's a lot of different platforms to be on like on together i just wonder did they clarify if it was like toggling on and off crossplay in general, or was it like, could you go just console? Because I think that's yeah. always that big question that people have. That has not been specified to my understanding yet, but hopefully we find out more. Crossplay is huge. Um, I think it'll overall be a very good, strong thing for the game that will definitely contribute to its longevity. But another thing that is kind of fun to consider 
is that right now uh, PC is where all pro players uh, are kind of situated mm-hmm. for you know reasons that we won't go into, but specifically because that's where custom lobbies can be created. So for the Apex Legends Global Series and for scrims, uh, there's custom matches where you can get you know a bunch of people into the same game together. If crossplay comes, does that mean that us console players can get in on those custom lobbies? Um, you know, could there be, could the ALGS be open to console players? Uh, definitely good questions. And then kind of the big one for us is, you know, could we as creators potentially get a code to have a custom game to play with our community? That'd be sick to have a tournament with you guys. That'd be awesome. We're working on something in the firing range right now. Uh, but, you know, having an actual full lobby full of squads, I don't know. You guys, that'd be good. That'd be really good. I mean, we could do some fun stuff for sure. That's going to wrap up the news for us, though. And we're going to dive into the main topic of the day. And that is looking at the next legend for season six. Uh, and before we get into that, though, there's kind of been this thing that's been floating around a long time on, you know, Reddit and Twitter. Uh, and everywhere, and it was a lot of the leaked uh, future legends, and so I'll let Henry kind of walk you guys through this picture that's been going around, and hopefully we can throw it up on our uh, story and on Twitter uh, today, so you guys can uh, check that out as well. Yeah, so dating back to season two, season three, um, we had a leaked image of showing kind of where the legend development was Mm -hmm. uh, for the months to come, Um, and in there we saw Crypto lined up, then Revenant, then Loba, And then we had kind of two uh, side by side, one being Rampart and the other being Valk. And then the other kind of big titled legend is Blisk uh, on this list that's now, you know, months and months old. So now we're kind of circling back around. We see that Crypto, Revenant, and Loba, um, you know, have come out into the game. And so talking a little bit more about these next people, because we think that they're contenders for being the next legends. Yeah, for sure. And I think we got a heavy favorite that we're going to talk about soon. But first, let's dive a little bit into Valk. Valk is the Soaring Aviator, short for Valkyrie. But Valk is also now known in the files as Nova, correct? Correct, yeah. Yeah, so she was completely, uh, not scrubbed, but just name change. Um, we've seen this before. You know, Rosie was originally what Loba was. Um Let's go through Valk's abilities real quick. And starting with that passive, Afterburners. Uh, After initial drop, Valk and her teammates fly faster while skydiving. That's cool. It's a cool one for sure. To be able to rotate a little bit faster off those balloons uh, is a pretty cool ability. You know, as a passive, uh, I'm not sure it would, you know, rank super high in our book. Uh, But super useful and especially that it affects uh, their entire team yeah uh you know i always like abilities that affect everybody tactical vtol jet hold to hover this hover, is big hover is a mechanic in titanfall um and so it, it was actually one of my go-to attachments in the titanfall universe loved absolutely running that for sure um, and the mechanic is definitely easy to use uh, and can be very fun and really throws off the people um, that are aiming at you because you know when you're falling in that straight line uh, it's you can get predictable in that aiming and you know if you're on like an octane jump pad as well being able to stop midair is pretty huge as well uh, but this could make for some really really fun plays yeah i think that's a really great thing to point out that if you could couple it with another movement ability like mm-hmm. a jump pad i think this would be super cool 
in Titanfall, uh, it was actually triggered by aiming down sights, mm-hmm. which kind of made it almost difficult to use, but because you could wall jump and double jump already and the movement was crazy and you could have a, all sorts of stuff. Um, but aiming down sights in order to hover uh, is a pretty cool idea. Not sure if that's what this is referring to, um, but I definitely like the idea of having a tactical like this. Um, you know, the movement in this game is already so crazy. I think this would uh, really take it to another level, make it really fun. Um, yeah. And as much as, you know, it sounds really good, being able to hover um, also has limitations. You know, you're kind of a sitting duck in definitely. the middle of nowhere with no cover. So uh, I don't necessarily think it would be OP. I think it would be super, super fun. Uh, and I would love to see this uh, Titanfall 2 mechanic brought into Apex. Yeah, as good as it was, I got shot out of the sky a lot in <laughs> Titanfall trying to use it. So definitely not a... stay still in Titanfall. Not OP, not OP. <laughs> uh, and then we got the ultimate Skyward Valk and nearby allies take to the skies after a short countdown or press once to prepare for launch. Teammate can interact with Valk to join the launch. Press again to launch into the air and skydive. Kind of like what we've been talking about yeah. with that, like, uh, redeploy, the instant yeah. balloon, uh, the ultimate quote unquote getaway. Yeah, this is a, a pretty unique kit, you know, put all together. Very much a flying legend. It'd be interesting to see how it's played because while the hover is definitely a combat ability, it's not like a, uh, I don't think it's a gunfight winner per se. Yeah. And so the rest of the kit kind of being very reliant on, you know, you being in the air and stuff. It's like, be some interesting plays. I wonder how she would fit in for sure. That'd yeah. be the weird part. I'm reading your facial expression and you're not <laughs> quite feeling it yet. I'm not sold yet, but you know, all it takes is for me to jump into the sky one time with a Valk and be like, okay, reposition. I mean, you could flank the heck out of anybody with that. I mean depending on how the activation works and such. I think one of the big uh, things that would make or break Valk or Nova is how influential that passive is. Yeah. If you can really fly like twice as fast as normal and then you could redeploy your whole team whenever you want with like a short countdown or something, you could move really, really fast. Like skydiving is already pretty fast Mm -hmm. holistically. If you cut out the balloon time and then speed up the fly time third party and could be you know oh something that was just like taking candy from a baby then like you could get third party and then leave like in an instant like not have to worry about mm-hmm. getting hit again yeah taking the high ground without an issue as well i mean depending on the you know the queue time and how long it actually takes it could be more effective than Pathfinder Zipline potentially, you know, not having to worry about defending wherever you got up to if you were taking high ground with it for sure. Yeah, when we've spoken in the past about legend concepts and like having a portable uh, jump tower, mm-hmm. we've kind of shot it down because it kind of replaces uh, Pathfinder Zipline. Yeah. Um, it's kind of just an awkward ability that, you know, would take time and then you could fight in the zone more. This is, you know, kind of on a whole nother level. It could potentially be a really fast getaway. It could be a really fast assault. It could be a way to get, you know, really fast high ground. Uh, definitely very unique. Uh, teams couldn't follow you. 
it's pretty cool. It's Honestly, really cool. I think this is a really cool idea. It'd be cool to see and really cool to play test. That would be yeah. so fun to play test. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, you know, and also just, I'll say real quick before I move on, absolute badass names of the abilities. Afterburners, VTOL Jet, Skyward. Oh, that's awesome. That's sweet. You gotta get hyped. And then last but not least, there's an awesome character art of her that generated from the files of her blowing a bubble. Little bubble gum. We'll post it on Instagram. She looks really good. And whether it's Valkyrie, whether it be Nova, uh, very fun, very cool looking legend. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the next legend on that uh, list we spoke about earlier, and that is Blisk. Uh, Blisk's passive is interrogation. Executing an enemy will reveal the location of their allies for 10 seconds. That's a pretty cool ability. To I be think honest. we had a legend concept that had an ability like this in it as well. Yeah. With a, um, it was glass potentially. Glass. Yes. I, I was a fan of the idea then and I'm a fan of the idea now. Like anything that incentivizes execution uh, outside of the armor would be really, really fun because one of my favorite things about this game is the execution animations for sure. Yeah. And, you know, just kind of holistically, it, this kind of ability being introduced to the game just kind of further solidifies like teamwork mm-hmm. you do not want to abandon your teammate because if you do and they're you know executed that's going to hurt you so it just keeps people playing tight you know if you're playing with randoms and now blisk is in the game that has this passive you kind of want to stay close together because yeah. you don't want your position to be revealed um definitely i like it as i like a it for sure it's a strong one tactical throwing knife i'm sold already deals 20 damage and marks the target killing a marked target rewards double credits let's spring into the next one let's bring into the next one ultimate payday squad kills award credits spend credits on powerful supplies who knows what that means anything could be a vtol jet it could (laughs) could. you know blisk is a is a powerful person in the apex games uh in titanfall you know was pretty much a warlord, you know, had titans, big guns. It could be a lot of stuff. I mean, essentially it sounds like it could be like a lifeline care package, but better because it requires you to kill people in order to like level it up in a way, if that makes sense. Yeah, like the the loadout crates in Warzone. Yeah. Like being able to spend money in order to get things. Uh it's definitely an interesting mechanic. It would be very exciting to see, like, to what extent is this? Like, can you spend credits on getting a gold knockdown shield? Yeah. Can you get, can you use credits to get, you know, a peacekeeper? Uh, are there new weapons involved in this? Uh, yeah, and then finding that balance, obviously, between, like, how much a kill is worth and how much something costs. But it's a definitely a really interesting concept for sure. And this one, I think you were saying, it's been in the files for a very long time. Yeah, Blisk uh, has been in the game uh, from a lore perspective from, you know, day one. Oh, yeah, he was in the introduction trailer. Yeah, um, but as a legend, it's kind of uh, uncertain how he could come into the games uh, just because of his role. But, uh, yeah, these abilities have been leaked for uh, almost a year. Yeah. Yeah, cool, cool effect, but I think we're going to we'll dive into the next guy, the guy that I think is our favorite to be the next legend, and that is Rampart, otherwise known as Newcastle. 
So according to a data miner uh, who found Rampart's abilities, uh, Rampart is marked as character underscore 14 right after Loba, who is marked as character underscore 13. Um, and so definitely set up to potentially be the next legend. Uh, there's a lot of uh, teases and leaks potentially coming in the near future, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, but first, I'll have Henry describe to you uh, what Rampart uh, could really stand for. Yeah, so it's a pretty cool name. Uh, a Rampart is actually a wall that defends a castle. So it's kind of a fortified uh, legend name, Love per se. It. Um, some fans are speculating that Rampart uh, is Newcastle, uh, as mentioned in the teasers for Revenant and some of those emails and mm-hmm. coding stuff. And there's mention of Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle came in second place in the qualifiers after Forge based on that. And so uh, he's really next in line to enter the Apex games. Uh, and after Forge uh, was assassinated and Revenant and Loba were added to the games, uh, which were both kind of from a lore perspective, surprise additions. Uh, They weren't really sure. Revenant kind of injected himself into the game, then got trapped. Loba broke into the games and Mm. then got hired somehow to stay. Loba blew up the entire map, and so they were like, I guess you have to stay here to keep ratings up. So Yeah, I guess. Uh, And so this Rampart guy is really the next official legend. He's been waiting. Uh, And yeah, so... That's kind of the background on it. We think that uh, Rampart is kind of an engineer mm-hmm. uh, based on a little bit of the leaks that we've gotten uh, and has potentially designed weapons in the Titanfall universe. Um, we'll talk more about kind of where we've seen this kind of stuff and what this is based off of. Uh, but first, let's just dive into the the good stuff and check out the abilities. For sure. Starting with the tactical, we have Amped Cover. Build cover with an upper barrier that blocks incoming shots and boosts the damage of outgoing shots. Cool. Definitely a Titanfall 2 ability, though, without a doubt. Yeah, th- this would be pretty dang strong. I mean, honestly, right now, um, with the change to the lifeline, uh, we have that combat shield that mm-hmm. is now very much used as a combat shield because lifeline, you know, can shoot and heal and, you know, duck behind it. Um, that's very close to uh, an A-wall in Titanfall 2, uh, but it doesn't, you can't shoot through it. You can shoot through it in Titanfall, and that's exactly what this is talking about. This could be an extremely, extremely good tactical. Definitely great. I don't think it would, I mean, like, it sounds, I think it sounds very overpowered. Like, you read it, it sounds very overpowered. I don't think the actual execution of it in-game, because if you're placing a wall, there's still only a, there's a lot of angles where you can still get shot from and it doesn't protect your back like a Gibraltar bubble. So I think it's still balanced in that perspective. And then, you know, obviously we'll we would see what the cooldown was, but I definitely think it's not an ability that would be like, OK, yeah, this is broke. You can shoot out of a shield like. Yeah, and exactly. I mean, as good as the Gibraltar bubble is, it's a defensive ability. If mm-hmm. you're building a shield, whether or not you're resing somebody or, you know, shooting from behind it, it's still, you know, a wall. You're kind of stuck behind it. It's defensive. So uh, I don't necessarily think it would be, you know, overpowered or break the game, but it's definitely an interesting concept. Uh, pulling something from Titanfall is always kind of hard because it has to be kind of worked in to, to Apex just because time to kill and that game was movement. crazy movement was yeah. obviously crazy titans titans <laughs> hard to overlook but amping the damage to outgoing shots is something that 
is, you know, maybe cause for concern. You know, the guns are so powerful in this game as it is. Um, if you were to add an additional multiplier to shots for, say, you know, five, ten seconds of this uh, amped cover being out as a tactical, mm-hmm. like comparing it to Gibraltar's bubble almost, you got some really deadly weapons uh, getting fired through there uh, for sure. Like just really shrinking that time to kill. It could be uh, pretty deadly. Like you don't. No doubt shooting the Kraber through that every time. <laughs> could be thousands of damage. Thousands of damage. Yeah, I wonder if it would be like if they would rework it and have it be like, oh, okay, you're adding disruptor rounds by shooting through that and stuff. Yeah. So it, it would be balanced a little bit more in that way as it doesn't, you know, do the health damage as well. But yeah, I don't know. it kind of has a, a limit on it. Mm-hmm. I think that is potentially a good idea. Um, it just, it's definitely something that will have to be dealt with with care. Uh, just because if you make it so the time to kill is so fast with a lot of these uh, already powerful weapons when shooting through this, that doesn't really give you a chance to flank this amped cover uh, like you may be able to. Mm -hmm. Unless you can skydive over it uh, with Nova. (laughs) (laughs) Next, we got the passive. Rampart has three passive abilities listed, and Rampart either has one of them and the others are scrapped, or it could be more similar to the uh, lifeline thing where a lot of the abilities are worked into one passive and so the first one is gunner boost to light machine gun lmg mag capacity and reload rate should i read them all or do you want to go through one by one uh let's go through them one by one okay yeah this is the one i think uh is very cool i mean we've been talking about having something uh like quick uh fast hands to uh really improve a reload rate of a gun and it's cool that it is on the LMG where it's the only gun where I feel like you have that very long delayed reload right now. Yeah, I, I definitely think this is a pretty cool uh, ability and a passive. We're going to be talking about it a little bit more uh, later on here. Um, but essentially, there's one LMG in the game. You know, <laughs> like there's the Spitfire that is really a traditional LMG. You know, if used correctly, mm-hmm. the L-Star doesn't ever need to reload and has an infinite mag capacity. And hopefully, uh, Rampart never gets their hands on a Devotion. I'm playing Rampart just to push every care package and go hopefully for a Devotion. So essentially, this is a legend built around the Spitfire, which is an absolutely fascinating thing. <laughs> like... We've said some words about the Spitfire. This is probably the most backwards way to address the <laughs> Spitfire and give it some love by designing an entire legend around making that gun better. A beast. I mean, if you could hip fire 108 bullets and like, a, you know, because you don't have to Behind really reload. Behind cover. Yeah, that'd be kind of up fun. Up the damage <laughs> and then reloading faster. Like... Oh man, it, this is an interesting. We're not even going to want to couple it with the ultimate here in a second. No, <laughs> yeah, it, this is a very, very fascinating legend, and is our favorite right now, just because it's prevalence in the game files, and we really are betting uh, that it's going to be next. But very unique, unlike anything we've ever seen. Definitely, we're just on the first ability. Next, we have cover fire, firing from your cover overcharges the gun damage. Yeah, so. 
again, we're not quite sure what this means, but it may be related to that tactical. Yeah. I was kind of confused because I, I read it and I didn't connect it to the tactical at all at first. And so I was like, how does Apex define cover in game? Because that is just interesting because I feel like I'm behind cover all the time, but I die. So <laughs> I don't know how this would work. That could be a good ability for me to help out, you know, but very interesting for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely cool. Um, we always want to be behind cover. And so if it overcharges your your gun damage, that's great. Um, but, you know, I think it's fair to speculate that this is kind of just coupled with that tactical of being able to boost the damage of those shots. Yeah. Let's go on to the next one. This is the most recent addition, and it's called Fixer. Swapping to melee allows you to repair any friendly structures. Additionally, there is code in the game for fixing lifeline drone, fixing Octane's legs, and one called the Friend of a Loot Bin. Yeah, th- those are exciting stuff. That, like that code in game is kind of directed at banner animations, yeah. um, which doesn't necessarily translate into in-game abilities of you know fixing Lifeline's drone, but it may. Um, what would you think? What would you define as a friendly structure? Shay, I got no idea. Because I was thinking about it like as in, like, I was like, oh, cool. Like he could fix a door or something. But I'm like, a building is not a friendly structure unless you got Watson in it. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I honestly don't quite know. I mean, is a Gibraltar dome a structure? Hey, if you can pop a dome down and then just. I'm meleeing the entire time, keeping the dome up. That could be pretty good combo right there. That would be hilarious <laughs> to watch, honestly. But like, the Revenant totem isn't really a structure per se. Yeah. And the um, Watson Ultimate isn't necessarily a structure. So I don't really know what this is. You could repair a care package. Yeah. Maybe, that doesn't make any sense. But, I mean, you call in a lifeline package, you repair it or something like that. What does repairing it mean? What does a structure have to do with What me? is a friendly structure? Maybe he can repair his own amped damage tactical shield thingy yeah. if it like has a health rate of some sort. Yeah, this is what we're talking about. This whole engineer lore fixer. It's interesting. Kit. I don't know. Let's go into the ultimate because this is the most confirmed thing. We've seen pictures of it everywhere. Um, Lots of lots of code behind it. And that is called the emplaced MHG. Place a mounted machine gun that anyone can use. High ammo capacity, long reload time, requires heavy ammo. The ability was also previously known as my friend Maxim. Looks amazing also. The turret that has been generated from the game files is super cool and we kind of saw it already it's a very similar color scheme and uh structural look to the uh what is it called whatever you dig the artifact out of in the quest um uh, the drill the drill it yeah. looks very similar that to that kind of yeah deal. man I, I have no idea honestly i don't really know how this fits into apex you know all right I can, now. yeah. All I can see is lifeline resin somebody, and then shooting, and then you popping your ult down, and then you got three people still shooting while you're resing one person without actually having to res them, and just having a crazy kind of combo like that. Yeah. So you're saying it's automated? I've seen people say it was automated, but also like this, 
uh, like this specific code line does not say that it's automated. So I, and not, this makes more sense yeah. to me personally from a game perspective. Um, I just don't know, like how it would have to be pretty good for you to be willing to like go into the turret and that will obviously like change your, uh, your view and make you a little bit more susceptible from the sides or behind. And like, what if you're not carrying a heavy gun? Yeah. So it's very, very unique. I, if we assume that it's automated for a moment, mm-hmm. like that's very interesting. Like that is an incredibly uh, good ultimate that can redirect fire, definitely put out some damage. Can it do the same damage as, you know, other big ultimates like Caustic or Gibraltar? Maybe it'd be in line in those. Maybe it'd be above those. Maybe mm-hmm. it'd be less than those. Um, that's definitely interesting. And then it would have health associated with it could be really useful especially for like doing reses like you're saying but if then we turn and say that this is like a mounted thing that has to be manned mm-hmm. either by a rampart or a teammate especially if it takes ammo out of your bag i don't know where that fits in to be honest i don't know when you use it i don't know yeah. i don't really know like it depends on just it depends on how strong it would be is it a devotion? Like, does it do the same kind of like time to kill? Because if it did, then I would love to have an ultimate that's just a devotion or something. But then it's just like, how do you balance that as well? Yeah. It's a very, he's of the characters I think that we've had leaks for and we've talked about on this podcast. He's the most interesting one from like a, I don't know how it's going to work in game per se. Yeah. I'm, in my head, I can see, you know, some balancing things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if it has, you know, a larger charge up like Bangalore's, you know, this is kind of a mid to late game ultimate that you really use one time. Uh, when you're trying to hold a position, I can see it uh, being mounted, definitely fixed. Like you can't move it, you can't pick it up. You know, once you've put it, you've placed it. And then, you know, as long as you have the ammo, you can fire it as long as you want. Maybe it can get destroyed perhaps. but then it's like, okay, this isn't eliminating RNG. You know, you still have mm-hmm. to have two weapons. Uh, you're still going to have to get ammo specifically for this ultimate, which is very interesting. I don't, I, I don't know if that really makes a lot of sense. I would think that if it I... It would have ammo. That's it, what I would think. It's got to have some. Who's right? going to bring their turret without any ammo? If I get my ultimate and I put it down, it's just a decoration. Like, I'll be pretty disappointed. (laughs) And I need my ammo for my prowler. Yeah. (laughs) So, or my wingman, or my flatline, or my hemlock. Well, I guess you just got to carry more. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I mean, I I think this legend could be a a ton of fun. Like, if it upgrades the Spitfire. Very cool. Which Very weird, but so cool. I'm like hyped. I think it is weird. I got to talk to some designers about it because <laughs> I don't know like what that's all about, but specific upgrade to the Spitfire, very good Spitfire legend, this amped cover idea, which I really like. And then this wacky ultimate that <laughs> must be very good. It has to be very good. Well, like, yeah, it's an ultimate and you, you can't, it can't be introduced to the game and be like, well, I'm not going to use this because I can 
do better with my flatline or Spitfire. Like yeah. that, that just cannot be the option for it. Yeah. So it would have to theoretically be the best heavy gun, yeah. like shooter in the game. And so then it's just like, but how good is it? Like, is it, yeah. is it really, really good? And so overall, like it definitely, I think, I think it's a defensive legend, you know, whether mm, it's classified yeah. that, uh, yes or no, but I definitely think it kind of fits that play style. What's interesting is it doesn't necessarily feel like you can hold down a building per se. It's almost, it's more similar to Gibraltar from a defensive legend in that like you're operating in the open, but you're playing a little bit more uh, passive rather than just like using the abilities as an escape ability or using them mid fight even. Like it's not, I mean, I don't know how the shield would work and stuff, but it doesn't strike me as like a okay, we're in the middle of fighting and stuff. I'm going to pop down my shield because then then you're playing angles and stuff. And You have to have good placing with that yeah. shield, honestly. And what's interesting is even though, you know, I'm saying this is a defensive legend, that tactical has offensive capabilities. This mm. is kind of like Caustic's quote-unquote defensive capabilities yeah. that you could be at a choke point, pop down that amped cover, shoot through it, put down your ultimate behind that amped mm-hmm. cover, have this like super, super upgraded Spitfire with a ton of bullets that you're carrying around that's now doing even more damage than it already was before and just fry people instantly. Definitely. That doesn't sound like defense to me. That sounds like a pretty like formidable It's still holding force. a position yeah, though, even hold, in your yeah, situation. You can't necessarily move up. Yeah. But this is definitely more of like a gatekeeping kind oh, of ability yeah. than oh, we're going to gas up the doors or mm-hmm. we're going to fence up the doors and hold this area. It's a... It's a it's a pretty, gap. It's a gap yeah, in the game, though, which is, is kind of cool. It, it's not something that we really have, per se. The ability to really shoot through that shield is what makes it that. Yeah, and I really like it. It's unique as heck. Okay. Any more thoughts on those abilities? Let's dive into this hop-up. Yeah, so we got some hop-ups, and then we're going to talk a little bit about some of the teasers that we've seen in the game. And so we have a leaked hop-up. It has this R on it, which is a common thread that's going in through a lot of these leaks right now. And the R is on the graffiti rounds, which increase the mag size of the Spitfire specifically by 15% and decrease the reload time by 25%. Potentially has the ability to change fire mode into paintball rounds. Uh, originally, uh, Shurko leaked it and it made a complete sense to me that it was going to be part of a limited time paintball mode. And it's looking as this is going to be a teaser in game. And Gaming Merchant on YouTube has actually already found this hop-up in a quest. But the quest did not have a Spitfire in it. So there was no way to attach the hop-up. You could just put it in your inventory. But it's going back to Respawn's whole... They like to tease their stuff, man. It's it's beautiful how much they like to tease their stuff. Yeah, th- this is super unique. You know, the name of it, graffiti rounds, tying in with the paintball rounds. What's that all about? Mm-hmm. And then having this, uh, it's for the Spitfire, increases the mag size, decreases the reload time. That's, you know, one of the leaked abilities or Rampart. Yep. We have the R. And so kind of this is definitely looking like a teaser. Would this hop up actually come into the game? 
Or is it just a teaser? Or is it just kind of a fun way to do a teaser? That's kind of where we're leaning, but uh, definitely cool stuff. Don't sleep on this whole paintball idea. I think that sounds fun. Oh, that'd be so fun. That'd be so fun though, for sure. Next we have the same R that is on the graffiti round appears on both the Battle Pass Battle Pass Flatline and Battle Pass Wingman skin. Specifically, these are the evolving skins. So if Rampart is the one making these evolving uh, skins for these guns, he's pretty good at his job being an engineer because Mm -hmm. those things are active and make some good, good animations and deal some serious damage. It's super cool. And, you know, the fact that both these weapons are heavy weapons Mm -hmm. uh, that take heavy ammo, um, it's just, this is fascinating. If this is really what's on the horizon, I think this is just so creative. Like, we're creating a legend that's all about one gun and really heavy ammo. This is a heavy ammo legend. What? And now it's been in the game for a while, too. Yeah. With that flatline skin. And nobody really, you know, noticed or cared until now. And so it's just so cool that they placed this stuff in so far ahead of time uh, while nobody's really looking for it as well. Gotta love them. Got to love it. Do you want to talk about the pictures at all? The sure, next couple yeah. of paintings? So yeah. We've seen a couple uh, leaks for some billboard art that is mm-hmm. leaked and that will be coming into the game soon. It kind of has spray painted uh, graffiti like uh, that R for potentially Rampart. Um, and then we also have some graffiti art of the character uh, Rampart uh, that could potentially be sprays in the game, which mm-hmm. uh, is also potentially on the horizon. We've seen some different uh, spray gestures or whatever you want to call it put in uh, into the game code. Uh, but this uh, character of Rampart uh, has uh, won't let you down uh, from Rampart kind of written next to the profile of the character design. Super cool. Uh, and... Yeah, it, just, it looks like Rampart's going to be a big boy for sure. Definitely. That mm-hmm. man is ripped. Definitely bulky, kind of Rocky-esque. Uh, kind of dark, though. Yeah. Definitely been through but some stuff. He's not going to let you down. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. So, yeah. Any other last Rampart thoughts before we dive into everything else? I'm hyped. Uh, you know, I've definitely been impressed um, by the creativity uh, of the last Many legends, mm-hmm. Crypto, Revenant, Loba, these are all very, very unique. Drone, you know, death protection, stealing loot, very cool stuff. The fact that we may be either getting a flying legend that can, you know, redeploy the whole team mm-hmm. or this like heavy ammo, cool, defensive, offensive, big boy. Awesome. I'm hyped. You know, whatever comes down, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. And these writers put so much effort into these characters as well. The amount of time, like these become their babies and they just kill it. They do an amazing job. And so I'm excited to see the lore uh, really come to fruition behind Rampart and see how he's introduced. Word. With that though, let's dive into a long awaited return of the legend concepts. Henry's got a little message for you guys at the front of this. Yeah, so this is typically a segment on the podcast, uh, but honestly, we've been getting so many legend concepts mm-hmm. and we've kind of fallen behind uh, based on kind of our excitement to launch the things like uh, Patreon and getting started to ramp up on YouTube. Stream, yeah. 
So we've kind of just been busy and you guys have just been submitting so many cool ideas. So we felt like this would be a great episode to kind of talk about maybe the future legends like we just did and then kind of explore some of these other ideas that you guys have, get those creative juices flowing. I think it's going to be really fun. Yeah. And you guys freaking smash it every time. I mean, they're all really cool. They're all really creative. And so we're excited to dive into them. Um, But just some other little quick things is that, you know, one of our favorite things to read is when you guys dive into lore. Lore behind these made up legends is so awesome. Um, You know, and we're going to look at doing an existing uh, legend lore um, right now. But just like, just know that that is one of Henry and I's favorite thing to absolutely read in an email and will catch our attention every time there's a big lore paragraph in there. True. You know, if you want to add a little sketch or fan art, um, we'll try to throw it up on the Instagram as well. Um, and everyone can see it. It's, it's really cool. I mean, one of these ones got a beautiful picture. I think that might have to go up on the gram. So that's, that's been one of my favorite legend concepts in a while. And if you want to guarantee your legend concept or weapon concept or map concept or whatever apex legend concept idea you have, then if you support us as a jump master or above, you're guaranteed to have it shared on this pod. Easy. Link in the bio. (laughs) Let's get into it. Yeah. First one's coming from Kojo jump master. He says, okay, I thought of a legend concept. He's based around spikes and putting out extra damage. Sounds good so far. Read that name for me. Centurion. Beautiful. Passive thorns. When you are hit by a melee attack, the attacker takes 15 damage. Ouch. Freaking love that. Don't punch me. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of like a cool idea. I mean, we, melee is kind of overlooked, I think, sometimes in this game. It does a lot of damage. 30 damage is a lot. I mean, it's, you know, it's not on the level of like some games where a melee is an instant kill, but in a game where, especially off the drop, when you only got 100 damage, three melees is, uh, that can deal some serious heat. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that it's definitely a cool ability. Um, definitely kind of makes you feel tough. The fact that close quarters, you know, people aren't going to be throwing hands as much with you. Um, I think it definitely plays into the vibe that this uh, centurion is covered in some spikes and thorns. Oh, and, it could look so cool. Yeah, I, I think this, uh, this is a good, this is a win. Yep. Next, we have the tactical spike pulse. Release a pulse of spikes completely around your body in a 20 meter radius. Enemies hit get 25 damage immediately but then bleed for 10 seconds for a total of 35 damage similar to a thermite grenade i'll tell you right now thermite grenades uh in my opinion are the best grenade in the <laughs> game so good uh, so honestly good. i mean you can make a very strong argument for uh, an arc star but the fact that the thermite grenade like it it causes you to burn mm-hmm. uh, even when you get out of the thermite that hurts. It really rattles, you know, at least my vision. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's hard to say, okay, do I need a bat or like what's going on here? Um, definitely a debilitating feature in the game. You put this as a tactical, something that can do, uh, you know, 35 damage. That's a good amount. It's, I don't think it's, it's too much. I don't think that it's too little. Um, you know, right now uh, we have a uh, Revenant's tactical. Uh, 10. That does 10. Caustic gas can do a lot. <laughs> yeah, don't wait around. Uh, this this is a pretty cool thing. Um, a 20 meter radius uh, is pretty big. 
uh, for this kind of tactical. Mm-hmm. Like if it's doing a, a 360, uh, 20 meteor blast of spikes, um, it's kind of a question as to how many spikes are there. Are there I, six spikes? Animation would be crazy though. Yeah, this would be a pretty nasty ability. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how to aim this tactical to, in fact, hit somebody to do this uh, total of 35 damage uh, is kind of up in question. You know, how how many spikes are we really putting out here? It'd be killer in a building, seems like. Oh, for man. sure, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Super cool. I love it. Last but not least, we have the ultimate hailstorm over a large area. Two times Jibby's bombardment. Spikes rain down for 15 seconds and do two damage. But every time you get hit with another one, the damage stacks. So if you got hit with five spikes, the fifth spike would do six damage, totaling for 20 damage. Definitely an interesting one. I like, yeah. I was just going to say, I love that it is a, um, it's like less damage, but the area of effect is so big that you'll, really mess up some teams with it like and you, the ability to use it on multiple teams is a yeah. lot uh easier yeah I, I like this you know having the damage really scaled back on the individual hits is quite interesting and if it came down super fast like if it was twice as big the area of gibraltar but came down uh faster this could be a very very uh suppressing ultimate you know mm-hmm. it's not necessarily gonna kill you you know doing you know 20 can, 30 damage but it it's so you. big definitely catches you off guard um a lot of the effect of uh bangalore's ultimate is if you do you know get stuck in or you decide to take the damage you're mm-hmm. massively concussed this i think could have a similar ability of you uh you know taking that spike damage but it would happen faster than a Bangalore. So I kind of, I kind of like the idea. It'd be cool to see how, um, you know, like this spike is very interesting. Like um, how does it work into the lore perspective of like it still being like a tech kind of thing? Because everything in this game is still like quote unquote realistic. If you know, like there's no magic or anything like that. It's like sci-fi. Yeah. So it would be interesting to see like what kind of like, is this person just like a crazy mastermind that like, as an expert spiker. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> and Kojo says that the ultimate has the potential to do massive amounts of damage uh, if you're caught out in the open. Um, definitely. I think that, you know, definitely reads out in the description of it. Um, if that drop time is pretty quick, that's going to hurt if you're caught mm-hmm. out in the open. You know, you have the Gibraltar ultimate, you got that loud sound, and you can kind of maneuver out of it um, if you're caught in the open. And, you know, as a, uh, the Bangalore Ultimate is what it is. It, it draws a line in the sand, but it's not going to really do massive amounts of damage like uh, this potentially. Could. For sure. Thank you, Code Joe, for the submission. That's a sweet one. Uh, keep it coming. Keep it coming. Next one coming from Max, another jump master. Henry, I'll have you want to share this one out. Name is Midnight. Uh, kind of went back and forth together, Max and I, about the name. Uh, <laughs> we feel good about this name, Midnight. The passive is after disabling ability, they move 10% faster. Tactical, my little friend, drops a trap that when stepped on, tracks their enemy for 15 seconds on the map and in your vision. I think he actually says tracks their team. Yes. Whole team. So That's very bliss, if you, Yeah, if you're 
running along, you hit a trap, then your whole team is pinged for 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. And the ultimate, the interceptor, drops a grenade-looking kind of sphere that puts all abilities and traps offline within a 50-meter range for 25 seconds. But for the 25 seconds during the interceptor, if midnight is caught in their interceptor, then uh, they are slowed by 10%. So when slowed, the passive can't cancel that effect out. So moving 10% faster isn't canceled out, basically. It makes it so that if you get caught in your own interceptor, your own ultimate, that you get slowed 10%, uh, pushing forward to be kind of an attacking ability. It's a bit complex, but essentially you're putting down traps. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I like the effort put into here by Max to, you know, really try and balance it as well, which is really cool. And I think you did a great, great job because I think without that potential to slow, you could uh, see some really crazy stuff going on here. Yeah, absolutely. So, it, and I like it because, you know, you have bloodhounds, they're the tracker, mm-hmm. the technological tracker. And you get that passive of getting the clues as to where people are really hard to like effectively do that, that consistently. Honestly, I know, I know a lot of bloodhound mains, you know, try to tell me that it's the best passive in the game and that it gets some heck of ranked points cause they're chasing down rats every day. Um, but this idea where you could potentially have some traps that, uh, you know, I see as probably being pretty large, kind of like a wire trap like you could put it across a hole choke point potentially mm-hmm. or a whole building and then when people pass through it boom you have them tracked for 15 seconds i really like that and coupled with the passive put down this trap you now know where a whole team is for 15 seconds and you can move 10 percent faster in a sprint i like that kind of congruency and kind of working together of the abilities i love the ability to uh, kind of use it in like a defensive mechanism as like we're in trouble, you know, we're running through bunker now, uh, we're going to throw on this trap and then, you know, we're going to be able to turn on people and just running away and then actually being able to turn back around with intel and give yourself either a fighting chance or an advantage is a very cool idea for sure. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I like the ultimate too, you know, the ability to deactivate all traps in the area kind of sounds mm-hmm. a little bit like crypto, um, but this sounds like it's not destroying the traps it's deactivating them yeah. uh, which is a very interesting choice um, but I don't not like it I think that it sounds pretty cool I think if you could like turn off fences pass through them it doesn't necessarily uh, give off the fact that you've destroyed the mm-hmm. traps or destroyed the uh, fences so I, I kind of like that kind of stealth idea that you're tracking people you know where they are they maybe know that you know and then <laughs> As soon as you're on them, you get slowed if you put down the ultimate in order to kind of balance it, but you can deactivate all their defenses for a period of time and they kind of have to rely It's a on lot their of gunplay. cool comboing. It's a lot of cool comboing yeah. for sure. Yeah, I like it. Thank you for the submission, Max. I'm glad you and Henry were able to dial in on a name together. Next, we have a submission from Graydon, the Chromatic Pirate, which was inspired by the Lost Treasures event theme. Loving it. Passive, pirate instinct, choose an item, blue armor, medkit, shield battery, or flintlock at the beginning of a match, and it will be scanned and revealed on the entire map. 
Interesting stuff. I like it. And kind of like Loba, you know, mm-hmm. looking for specific loot. Uh, but I definitely, if I could drop and just say, where's all the blue armor and then have it pinged on my map. I think that's kind of <laughs> cool for the entire game. Honestly, I that's just read cool. this, uh, the tactical, <laughs> the tactical is called Pathfinder. Charge forward with your hook, dealing 25 damage or 30 if it's a Pathfinder. Shay, I don't really know why <laughs> they got to come after Pathfinder oh like that. Oh my goodness, my man, my man. Um, That's funny. It I, is what it is. Kind of similar to what we were talking about earlier with that melee ability. I think it's a really cool addition to the game. It'd be just cool to see how it plays out. We were really interested yeah. with Forge uh, being introduced and being that melee uh, kind of guy at the beginning there. Uh, but yeah, I think seeing something like this would be really, really cool. And, you know, uh, screw Pathfinder. <laughs> I think it's interesting, especially like I think there's a little bit more working behind this description. Like, is this a charge as in you activate this tactical and you're sprinting forward and then it has maybe a knockback ability or a mm-hmm. concussive ability because that damage doesn't necessarily um, equate to what a melee is right now yeah so i think this is kind of a unique ability speed boost potentially yeah and that could be nice you know indoors really knock people shake them up and you know as like a lot of things you know the ability could be used outside of the uh, usage of it like if you got a speed boost to charge that could be a good getaway as well right mm-hmm. rather than just a attack totally last we have the ultimate ah pulls out a flintlock which does 25 body damage six shot mag 18 shots in reserve cooldown of 120 seconds faster if you scan one from the passive this gets kind of complicated but looking at this weapon style ultimate first, you know, kind of similar to Rampart with this, uh, you know, mounted heavy gun, have this flintlock pirate pistol kind mm-hmm. of deal. I think it should do more damage. It could be more powerful for sure. Closer to a wingman. That is totally viable. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I think that there's definitely work on getting a weapon ultimate balanced well into the game i'm worried about rampart honestly mm-hmm. i'm not quite sure how they'll do it if it really doesn't come with any bullets in it i think that's really weird but if it does how does this factor into rng how would this ultimate here work in you know is this an extra weapon is this a third weapon mm-hmm. uh, does it replace a weapon um what happens when the cooldown expires can you pick up more ammo do do you have to wait for it to recharge you know in uh in one of the Black Ops games, we had a weapon-style ultimate. It was like a pistol. Mm-hmm. Um, and that... That thing was broke. That thing was pretty... It was kind of like a wingman, but... And then we better. had the bow and arrow. Oh, man, the bow and arrow. If we if ever get a legend with a wanna, bow and yeah. arrow... If you want guaranteed clout on the third-party podcast, if you submit an idea with a bow and arrow, Shay will definitely... Put that to the top. I will make sure that is in the news segment at the top (laughs) of the podcast because it would be breaking news. That'd be so fun. Another note as well with this ability is that now that these flint locks can be uh, dug up around the map, but if you're not a pirate and pick one up, you're cursed until you recover some treasure via a quest. Pretty creative. I want to know what cursed means. Like, yeah, that Um, would be cool. Yeah. So cursed 
means that your weapon damage is actually reduced on all your guns until you complete uh, this quest. Okay. Um, th- this is a very, honestly, it's a pretty well thought out uh, legend concept and it's very unique. It has looting abilities. It has melee abilities. It has this, you know, weapon ultimate. I think this is a really cool idea. Um, the fact that you can scan the entire map to find these, you know, hidden flintlock mm-hmm. weapons, this extra gun. But if you're not the specific legend and you pick it up, you're penalized until you maybe get a couple headshots or find this other thing or yeah. do some sort of quest. I like it. And I'm I'm back and forth on whether or not I think this this weapon, this flintlock should be a lot better or maybe it is good where it's at or maybe I think it would it would I depend cool. on the it would depend on the rate of fire. Like Word. 25 is fine if it's shooting faster than a wingman is. Yeah. But if it's shooting slower, like I just in my head imagine a, a pirate's revolver. Slow. Yeah. Then I think it needs to have a bit more uh, oomph to it, especially because you can't throw an extended mag on it, at least from yeah. you know this uh, description. But freaking love the idea. And I love the Pathfinder hate, apparently. <laughs> Ouch. Let's get to this next one. Coming from Aaron, the legend named is Blind Eye, and they are in the Assault class. So the passive is glasses let this legend see where an enemy is if they're aiming or shooting at her or her teammates. Um, This is different from Wraith's, uh, you know, voices Mm -hmm. from the Void, uh, because it actually shows a red arrow on the HUD pointing in the direction of the enemy and will move that direction. Beautiful. Um, That arrow is only visible to this legend, though, Blind Eye. Cool idea. Like it. It's, you know, a big reason that the Wraith uh, passive uh, isn't super valued by us, at least. Um, Just because it's not not quite enough information Mm -hmm. to tell you. And sometimes I got problems with the Wraith's, you know, when the voice line actually triggers. Yeah. But this could be cool. I think this is cool. It kind of reminds me of the like some COD abilities where, you know, certain sides of your screen will get lit up depending Uh on which direction someone is uh, aiming at you from. Yeah, for sure. Um, The tactical is throws out up to two grenades at a time that blinds anyone within a five meter radius for three seconds. This has a cooldown of 90 seconds. Share your thoughts on flashbangs, Henry, because I know you're passionate about the subject for sure. We've spoken about flashbangs, uh, a couple of times on the podcast, uh, we both, you know, have some concerns about how this would enter the game. Uh, game's so fast paced. It's so visually uh, important to be able to see. You take away sight for even two or three seconds and you're dead. You're dead. And that, and that kind of sucks. And like the Revenant thing is already yeah. a flashbang to me, yeah. at least like that thing is discombobulating as heck. It's pretty brutal. But, you know, the fact that it has a 90-second cooldown as a tactical, that that's a long, long time. That's pretty much like having an ultimate in the tactical mm-hmm. spot, which hasn't necessarily been done before. This does sound like it would be a very strong ability. Could it be balanced, potentially? Is it interesting to have two uh, very aggressive abilities in the tactical and ultimate spot? I think so. Yeah. Uh, but diving into the ultimate, so Blind Eye drinks a potion that takes six seconds to activate, which makes the legend invisible, leaving a black spectral, very visible trail um, 
as the legend moves. If the legend doesn't move, they're invisible. It lasts 15 seconds with a two-minute cooldown. While you are invisible in this ultimate, you cannot shoot, reload, revive, or heal. It's just for blind eye. Um, it doesn't you know, make the whole team invisible. Um, and you can cancel it whenever you want within that 15 seconds. Thank goodness that uh, it can be canceled. For sure. Yeah. I love invisibility, though. I mean, that's like why Mirage is one of my favorite characters in the game. It's just because it's so fun. I really like that it is not a movement-centered ability because this uh, spectacle is supposed to, uh, you know, be easily seen. So I wonder, I'm like thinking of like usages for it in a game and I'm like raking my mind right now uh, besides it being the best rat and ranked possible. (laughs) It definitely has some interesting implications and even though it is kind of drawn from you know, the hollow suit that mm-hmm. Mirage wears. Um, Mirage doesn't necessarily turn invisible anymore. You know, their ultimate doesn't really send them invisible. You can't really flank with it being invisible. You're kind of just putting on decoy. So this could have some weird implications. Definitely being an invisible rat for 15 seconds mm-hmm. is a long time. Also, defensively, you know, shoot off a couple rounds in a building. Somebody mm-hmm. comes in, you're invisible. Their whole team walks in. You shoot them all you in the back. Flash bomb them, and yeah. Uh, some cool, some cool implications with this for sure. I, I like, like this the concept. Idea. I like the concept for sure. Thank you for the submission, Aaron. Last but not least, we have once again another idea from Graydon. Concept for the dynamic duo Henry and Shay. You know, also real quick, Graydon, freaking beautiful picture. Thank you so much for the submission. It means a ton. True um, artist. And these are us. This is this is you and I's abilities. And we have the same passive. Obviously. <laughs> Both the same. If you're 30 meters from your team, you get fast heals. This Thank is, you, Graydon. I like it. I'm a big fan. Excellent. I love fast heals. Great ability. Excellent choice. Okay. Best Shay, passive in the game. Shay has a cool ability right now. Shay has a quote-unquote string, which pulls enemies towards him. Does it do damage? Well, if it's coming out of me, Graydon, heck yeah, it does damage. 150 damage a tick. Next, we have Henry. The glitch bomb, which can lock doors and make ground items glitch around and does 10 damage to anyone it hits. Very interesting stuff. I'm glad that I got strings. You got strings. I get to lock doors. I'm pulling people inside. You're locking them inside. And then we're both prowler select firing them just into the ground. And as long as we stay together, because we're not randoms. We got fast deals. We got a great ability. <laughs> I, I think this dynamic duo could definitely do some work. This um, just should be introduced to the game. We'll have to send this one along to respawn for sure. I think I know a guy. Yep, for sure. Thank you so much for the submission, Graydon. And it was it was probably one of our favorite ones that we've seen yet. It means a whole ton. Let's get into the drop together segment. Coming from Abalama. Hello, you all amazing. I love this podcast. No competition to any other. You guys are entertaining, funny, and exploring explanatory. My profile name is Abalama, literally for every account I have, including Xbox. I'm looking for one teammate for the rank grind. I play as Pathfinder and Caustic, but I'm looking for a Gibraltar main on my team. I got from Gold 3 to Platinum 4 in a day. Thanks, third party, for the amazing podcast. Ever since the positioning and rotations episode, I've only landed on at Artillery, and it has paid off. 
that was a super fun and awesome episode we did exclusively mm-hmm. for the patrons. Um, I thought it was really awesome. We kind of just mapped out how to rotate. Yeah, it um, was sweet. And really great positions. We even drew up a map. Henry made a beautiful map. Beautiful map. I'm, I'm glad, Abalama, you liked it. Uh, it got great feedback from all of our patrons. Um, we'll definitely look to do more stuff like that. If you join Patreon, you get access to that episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one was kind of focused around Kings Canyon. We'll probably do one for uh, World's Edge soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yep. All his stuff will be in the description below. Make sure to give him an ad on Xbox and, you know, get some games in with Abalama. He's one of our patrons, guys. Show him some love. Let's wrap things up, though. Dive into some questions. Checking in with Izeef. Uh, last week, I reached out about how I'm a new player and was playing a lot of different legends. Uh, just wanted to say that in my first three weeks of playing, using the knowledge passed on by you guys through the pod, I made it into plat four and have more or less locked down my three main legends. It's great to have an outlet like you guys to really put the game into perspective, especially for beginners. I feel the information I get from the podcast has enabled me to climb the ranked ladder relatively fast for how new I am, and I'm in love with the game. Thanks a lot for what you do. Thank you, Azif. We really want to, you know, create a podcast that is not only for, you know, the diehard Apex players that know every little thing going on in every week, uh, but something, you know, that appeals to the beginners as well and can be impactful. So I'm really glad that um, you're feeling some uh, improvement because of that and the advice. It really does mean a lot. Thanks for checking in. Next question is coming from Ben. I've recently gotten my first heirloom, the Bloodhound Axe. Congratulations. Which heirloom do you guys have and whose do you want next? I have the Wraith heirloom. Who do I want next? How, from the active ones or anybody? Ooh. Okay, okay. Nah, nah, even if it was anybody. The Mirage one. I've contemplated dropping way too much money on this uh, collection event to get that Mirage Heirloom for sure. Uh, I just love it so much, and that's my favorite character in the game. Yeah, it, it's a pretty sweet one. Um, I I don't currently have an Heirloom. If I were to get one, um, out of the Legends that I play, uh, Lifeline is probably the one I'd gravitate towards first, uh, just based on actually using the Heirloom in-game. But also got to say, I think the Bloodhound Axe just kind of does it for me. Um, Yeah, that's the one I was deciding between. I was back and forth between Wraith and Bloodhound. I really love playing Bloodhound. I think they're really, really fun to play. I think the aesthetics of that heirloom is just so cool. Um, If I ever get an heirloom, (laughs) that may be the one if uh, things don't change. For sure. Next lesson's coming from... Very good. Which legend should I unlock next? I have Mirage, Octane, and Loba. That leaves you with Caustic, Crypto, Watson, and Revenant. Should he wait for the next season to get the next one? Maybe. Do you got a favorite out of those four? Um, it really depends, my friend. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry. All these legends are so good. We spoke about, you know, how which legend to choose on a previous episode. This isn't a question we're faced with in this game since we've been playing for so long. But I think Caustic is a really good option out yeah. of these. I was going to say Caustic, and then, uh, you know, he's just so 
dominant and really good right now. And, uh, you know, he can be used both aggressively, uh, defensively and in team solo, a lot of versatility there, but you know, Rev is really fun to play as well. Revenant is really fun to play. Yeah. One, one of the reasons I lean towards Caustic is I think it's kind of intuitive gameplay. You know, it's pretty easy to pick up the kit of Caustic. Mm-hmm. Um, Crypto is kind of tricky. Watson's kind of tricky. Revenant's kind of tricky. Um, but if this is really a decision and you feel some pressure and you can't decide, I would honestly heavily lean towards waiting. Yeah. If you don't feel a pull towards any of them, like, and if you're comfortable with who you have, you know, the last thing you want is to unlock somebody and then the next season roll around and you'd be like, oh man, Rampart looks so amazing. I can't get him though. Yeah. Let us know what you decide. I, I don't think you can do anything wrong. I mean, Watson oh, no is doubt. a really fantastic legend. I enjoy playing her a lot. Just bought a legendary skin for her. Heck yeah. So, you know, I I can't tell you that one of these decisions is worse than the other, but let us know what you do. Next question is coming from player0937. What happened? No content since Wednesday? <laughs> Thank you for the concern. We are we're a weekly Apex Legends podcast, though. We post every Wednesday, um, you know, posting daily, though, on stories, on the Instagram. Um, but if you want more content, check us out on Patreon. A bunch of bonus episodes are already up there. And including two more episodes uh, per month, a live hangout, which is awesome. You get to ask us as many questions as you want, access to Discord, uh, future merch, and so many more things. And, you know, hopefully if you're uh, begging for more content, you'll tune into our stream. That'll be super fun. Yeah. Next question is coming from Little Potato Chip. Hey, I'm a level 90 octane with 200 kills. Just started season three. Any tips? on him or maybe make an episode about how to play him anyways love the podcast i listen every day heart also i would love to see more episodes a week common theme we're trying here we're trying we're, to we're put doing the our concept. best oh man yeah octane is definitely a legend we're interested in since this uh patch has rolled around i haven't been able to play a ton of games but i'm gonna get uh into it in this next week really go hard but i've only played with octane solely so uh, maybe we'll work on getting him into a Mastering the Legends episode in the near future. Yeah, I love your guys' excitement about the Mastering the Legends. Uh, we're definitely working on chipping away. Uh, we haven't honestly narrowed down uh, who we're doing next, mm-hmm. but all your guys' feedback, you know, taking into account Wraith and Octane, all these ideas you guys are shooting out, uh, we're on it. For sure, we're working. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, real quick announcement, you know, we're going to have our first stream on YouTube on Thursday. Uh, please subscribe to the channel. I'll have the link in the description below. Uh, and so you guys can check it out there. Tune in. It would mean a ton. Ask us as many questions as you want on there if you're ever curious. And, you know, we'll be answering those and you can, uh, you know, complain about our gameplay the entire time as well. Hopefully we put on a show. Hopefully. Uh, you know, but subscribe, leave us a five-star review with your uh, question. We'll make sure to answer it on the next episode. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Third Party Pod. We interact with all y'all on there. Check out the Discord via the link in the description. See you guys so much. Thanks for listening to the Third Party hey, Podcast. Peace. Boom! Whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow.